I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi family, welcome to Live Your Best Life with me Liz Wright and you are in for a serious treat today. My precious sister joining us for our precious sister joining me for today's conversation is um, a woman who knows Jesus deeply and intimately. She experiences him, walks with him closely every day of her life. She's also a wife and a mom of 10 children. <laughs> and she is, a, she is a mentor. She really is an extraordinary, inspirational woman. And I know that as you listen to our conversation today, you are going to be inspired in your life and go deeper with Jesus because of it. So all of that said, I want to welcome into today's conversation, Francis Brower. Francis, welcome. Thank you so much, Liz. Thanks for having me. It's oh. talking about my favorite subject as well, Jesus. And yes. so it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it really is, isn't it? I mean, there's just nothing else. Once you've experienced Jesus, you're ruined for anything else. Right. And I know, you know, so many of us around the world right now, so many people in the body of Christ are hurting and desperate for more and wanting to know how to get into a deeper experiential walk with Jesus where they find their needs met, their hearts alive, they have strength and power in their life. And I know that you over the years have been just completely consumed by his love. So I wanted to start in our conversation really and ask you where it started for you. Will you give us some backstory on how you actually came to know Jesus? Sure. Um, so for me, it started when I was six, six years old. And I went to a Catholic church twice. And I went to catechism and the nun told me about Jesus and she said he died for me. You know, he shed his blood for me, loves me so much. He'll always be with me. Um, he'll protect me. And I was done. Like I loved him immediately. I knew Jesus loved me and he did this for me. I had no doubt in my mind, very childlike faith. And I met him that day. And so now when I say I met him, I just knew he was in me because I truly believed he was because that's what I was told. And I have never been alone since I've never been alone since I've been six inside myself. But it was really about 16, 17 years ago where I started having language for my relationship with Jesus. And I was quite devastated when I found out through a friend of mine that not everybody hears Jesus. And that was mind blowing to me. I had no idea because I had always been with them. Like he tells me to do a Bible study, I do a Bible study. He tells me to go to the drug houses, I go to the drug houses. Like it, I thought everyone was like that. You know, like, oh, he tells me to be on a committee. I'm on the committee, you know, go sing for me. I'm on the choir, you know? So I just kind of thought that that was what life was all about with Jesus, not realizing that um, a vast majority of people actually didn't have a relationship like that. And then I was quite mm -hmm. devastated. 
that was the time where I started seeking God like I'd never sought God before, because then all of a sudden, Holy Spirit walked in. <laughs> ah, um, what happened? What happened? Tell us. <laughs> you know, that was about 17 years ago. So I was probably in my 30s at that time. And, and when that happened, life changed forever. And I've always been pretty um, outward, you know, extroverted. Mm-hmm. My husband knows that. So it's like, if, if Jesus says something, I'm going to do it. You know, yeah. if yeah. he says, do this Bible study, and he's like, I don't think it's safe, honey. I <laughs> go, well, if Jesus is telling me to do it, then he's going to be there and he's going to have his angels charge over me. Like I have nothing to right. fear, just you know, and, matter of fact, faith, just yeah, child, like, yeah, really kind of radical to most people. But I just thought, uh, you know, and I've done Bible studies where like the drug dealer is like 10 feet away from me. The pimp is right over there that I'm teaching the women, you know, in this little place with like a ton of kids and, God just moved. He moved and moved. I was just really aware, like he's listening to me. Jesus loves him, you know? So if Jesus said to do it, I did it. God said to go. Yeah. So, and that's the same thing with when we met Holy Spirit. Well, I say we, because I had a friend. And so me and my friend met Holy Spirit and we were just blown away. We're like, ah, like the Bible is really real and alive. And, and that's when I realized for the first time that I'd been speaking to God this whole time, that he's always been with me, that I knew him and it was real, that other people didn't, which was devastating. So that changed my mind too. And um, my heart really. And just kind of like, it was like, I got a sozo from Jesus He sent me back to my childhood. But when I started with Holy Spirit and just, you know, speaking in tongues, I didn't even Mm -hmm. know what that was exactly. I went to a Presbyterian church. I didn't know what any of that was. I knew Holy Spirit in the Bible, but I didn't know Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do personally. And so in my prayer times, God kept bringing me back in time to like my childhood. And so one of those times, this is, this is so beautiful, I think, because for me, it was normal. And this mm-hmm. is what I mean about my life being was normal with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And way back when was he brought me to a place where I was in a youth group. Um, and it was, it wasn't like a youth, like a church type. It was a Mormon church. Can cut that out if you want, whatever. And uh, but I knew that it was. I knew that it was a story, you know. Mm. And but I went anyway because one of my good friends was a Mormon, and so I just thought, okay, well, I guess I'll go. You know, it'll be fun. So we went there, and after the night's festivities, she was laying next to me. We're in sleeping bags, and she starts telling me about the Mormon faith. And I knew that that was not true. So I said, you know, that's not in the Bible. And she says, oh, it is. And I said, no, it's really not. And then I would share with her what's in the Bible. And then she would say another thing that was really not in the Bible. (laughs) So I'm like, no, that's not in the Bible. That's in the Book of Mormon. And she goes, no, 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 no. So anyway, she says, would you like to talk to my leaders? And I said, sure. 
you know? So we go and talk to the leaders and she sits me down. We're in the dining room that everything's pushed back, you know, because all the girls were in this house. And so all the dining room furniture is pushed back and it's this little room and the leaders sit in like a U kind of. So maybe six, seven, eight leaders, women. And I sit there in front of them and I'm teaching them and sharing with them what's in the Bible and what's in the Book of Mormon and the difference between the two. Well, here's the thing. I didn't own a Bible then. I didn't know what? I was 19. Yeah. (gasps) So I kind of, that's when I realized I'm like, I learned everything flip flop. Oh my goodness. That taught me all things. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I was what that's 17 years ago when I realized that, whoa, I didn't own a Bible then. My first Bible when I was I was 19. I got my first Bible. I opened up and I'm like, I know this. Wow. Wow. So he would literally just teach you. So how would that happen? Would it be through conversation, just infusion of his wisdom into you? Or did you just know? It was like all within me. So it was like a Kind of like some people would say, oh, it's my conscience, but it Mm -hmm. wasn't my conscience. It was Jesus. And I just knew that. I I never felt like, oh, it's my conscience or it's this or that because Holy Spirit's always talking. And so when, you know, you read the scripture, it says Holy Spirit teaches you all things. For me, he did. He really did teach me all things. So if I was in a situation at school, Holy Spirit's right there teaching me. If I was, you know, talking to, you know, my parents or something was happening in my home, Holy Spirit's explaining everything that's happening, like behind the scenes, like within the heart, right? So I've I've learned, I've been like in heart school forever. So, you know, know, because people are more than what they, you see, right? So you just see right within them. So that was a lot of my childhood was just me and God in the midst of my physical life that I thought everybody had. I thought everyone was a Christian too. Did you? Until 19. And when I turned 19 and I found out not everyone was a Christian, I was just devastated. Oh my God. How do they live their life without you? It's amazing. It's amazing. So you literally, so as a child, I mean, using my language, you spiritually just woke up, right? You just, everything just got switched on in your capacity. So so what was it like for you? Like internally, would you just know, would you hear his voice? I'm asking this because obviously there'll be people all over the world that we say, what does it look like? How did you walk in such a way where it was so clear for you? His voice was so clear. Yeah. You know, truly, it's so simple. It's, I just knew. And so right. I, I like to say I'm kind of a bit of a knower because I don't have language yeah, yeah. for, it's not English. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, well, sometimes, I mean, like when I'm talking to him, like, blah, 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 but like in prayer or something, but it's internal. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's knowing that he's within you. I just believed, I just had faith for that. And, you know, I have some people, some of my really most amazing, like spiritual father mentors that are just like, mm-hmm. but Francis, you were chosen. I said, it can't just be the only one chosen because it says in the word that my children will hear my voice. 
So mm -hmm. I just hold on to that because I believe we are all meant to hear him within and mm -hmm. however God, my, my friend, uh, Mary, she hears him while she reads the word, like so fine tunely mm -hmm. that that's how she hears him. And mm -hmm. I love it. So we all hear differently. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is that sometimes we put weight on visions and trances and things because I never knew any of that, by the way, until 17 years ago when all of everything. You got there. language. Yeah, you got language. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, but it, but you know, the reality is that it doesn't matter how Jesus comes to you. He does come to you. Even if you don't think he comes to you, he comes to you. He's always there. If you are a child of God, he is always there. So for me, it's more of a knowing. I just yes. know what he wants. I just know what he's saying. And we yes. can have a conversation where I'm telling him an entire day's information. Not that he doesn't know this, but I'm, you know, trying yeah, to. In your relationship. In some yeah. sort of words, you know, where like yeah. when I'm speaking back and forth to him, I can give him a vast amount of information that's all like emotional and love and and everything that I'm feeling inside that I don't have words for. I can give him in a split second and he speaks right back to me. I know the difference between when daddy speaks to me and Jesus speaks to me, when Holy Spirit speaks to me. And that happened over the last 17 years. You know, there was a period of time where, you know, I had a friend and she called God the father daddy. And I couldn't do that. I didn't know him like that. And so I was quite devastated that I didn't know God the Father like she knew God the Father. I knew mm -hmm. Jesus, which sounds silly. I know he's all three in one, but you know, right. I no, but, yeah, wanted, I understand. I wanted God to fine tune my ears. Yeah. And I would, you know, everyone's different. I'm very emotional. So I would just sob my guts out on the floor. <laughs> I would just cry, cry, cry. I'm like, I don't know you like. You know? <laughs> just desperate yeah so what was so beautiful was you know maybe 15 14 years ago I had my first like long extensive um, moment in heaven oh my goodness I was just I was just about to ask you so share with us one of the most profound earliest experiences that you had around oh, there, yeah. well, where you started to move into visions and experiences. Yes. So. Well, the visions came in pictures in the very beginning. It just mm -hmm. came in prayer meetings. And yeah. um, because we just started having prayer meetings everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and that's when like, I called them pictures because I didn't know exactly what they were. And so I would say, I saw a picture or I saw a picture here and there, but then my first like, big encounter in heaven. Um, mm. I was gone for quite some time and just basically my body would fall on the floor and, and an angel took me up to heaven and it was so beautiful. Cause once I got there, it was like, I knew I was going home. So everything again was a knowing yeah. in my encounter and yeah. I was and knowing, home. could you see, could you, oh, could, yeah. could you, right. So you were not conscious of the earth anymore. You were gone. You were there uh, or were you yeah. Really, not really. It was oh, like I I was in a completely different place, and I was going home. And there's like clouds of witnesses everywhere, people everywhere. Yeah. And I'm 
running down the street. And I'm just like, I'm going home today. <laughs> I'm going home today. And I was like this little kid, you know, this little girl that was so happy and free. So free. I'm free anyway. But, you know, as a little girl, just free, free, free. And I'm running and I go to my home. I know exactly where I'm going. Fling open this red door. And I'm like, Daddy, I'm home. <laughs> And that changed my life. It just goes on. The encounter is really extensive, but that was the beginning of the encounter. It changed my entire life. Wow. And, and then I had yeah. more moments with him there, but that was, that's what started the extended version of going into heaven, getting taken places like Israel. I've gone to many different places with Jesus. You know, I've seen yeah. a lot of different things. On um, assignment with him. So he would just have you go to Israel or would you go in yeah. the spirit? I would, well. You'd go on an adventure both. with him or I would say both, both, right? You know, mm -hmm. I've been, you know, if God says go here, I go. If God says yeah. go there, I go. If I'm in Israel, yeah. there's a purpose. Everywhere I go, it's yeah. like, there is a purpose, you know, like I'm here, there's a purpose, you know? And so, yeah. you know, other opportunities that might come around, I might not take, I don't just go anywhere. I just go. Yeah. Where yeah. You, want you, to go. Yeah, yeah. you listen to him. Yeah. So you, is this your normal life now, your normal relationship with Jesus every day, you're having encounters with him, you're going to heaven, you're being, you're feeling his presence, his love all the time through this. I love it. It's like there's two things that you, that it just comes off you, the pure childlike, complete devotion that you have to Jesus. And it's like your whole heart, your whole being is just locked onto him, isn't it? It's like, it yeah. just comes off you. And then you're doing life from that, but it doesn't, distract you it doesn't pull you away from him right it's beautiful and it doesn't pull me away from life you know there's yeah. so many people sometimes that are they don't know how to live life here and it's yeah. we are here yeah. <laughs> and heaven's yeah. here too and I, I wouldn't say like I'm not one of these you know pulling heaven down to earth people however the will of God right as he is here because yes. we're here. Yes, yes, <laughs> you know? that's right. And he yeah, and he's in us. Yeah. Jesus. And so so for me, it's not just a two different places. It's a one in all place. Yes. So, you know, it's yeah. not just me and Jesus. It's a me and Jesus. So I went through about maybe seven years of just trances, trances every day, like five, six days a week. And my life was devoted to Jesus at that time. And that's what I did. So, you know, it makes for an interesting life, of course, you know, <laughs> at home and my kids and my husband are dragging me. In 10 children. <laughs> Mom's in the tent again. She can't get up, you know, getting her back up. They're troopers. They're troopers. It's amazing. And, um, we live like this in our household, but not with 10 children. <laughs> But my husband has the same grace, you know, I'll be in the middle of cooking dinner and suddenly I'm gone on the floor and everything's burning. You know? <laughs> so I totally get it. <laughs> it's just fantastic. So yeah. can I can I just ask you, we've only got a few minutes left. I can't believe how quickly that time has gone. I just wanted to ask you for people who are struggling right now. And there's a lot of people we get hundreds and hundreds of communications every month really from people asking how you go into the deeper life of just walking like this experientially with Jesus what would you say to them what, what nugget would you give them from your life 
You know, I would say, let's remember that we don't live here. That this is not our home. That Jesus is our home. And everything that is around us and everything we're going through is something that is to sharpen us. Something is that to build us closer to Jesus. And so we can love everything because Jesus made everything, created everything. So you can love all those around you. You can love everything about your life because Jesus gave you that life, whether it's good or bad. So, you know, I, I hung up the keys to my life when I said, I am yours, complete submission to Jesus. And that he is peace. The, the word I got just two days ago was peace, peace. I leave you my peace. I give you that is yours. He will never leave you. His peace will always be with you because he gives him himself. So I would say, focus on Jesus, focus on Jesus more than the kingdom. He is the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God and all this, you know, righteousness, but he is the kingdom. So seek first the kingdom, Jesus. Yeah. And all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. It's, me, that's so yeah. powerful. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, for me, Jesus is everything. You know, yes. there was that movie, The Theory of Everything. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Jesus. I would love to get a hold of some scientists and say, you know, let's talk. You know, you right. want the theory. Right. I know the theory. So you could figure out the, you know, I mean, he's the right. theory of everything. He's the source of our happiness, right. not our house. He's the source of our happiness, not our husband, not our Mm -hmm. children, even though we are blessed with our children. And I Mm -hmm. love my children, of course. Of course, yeah. So I've been married almost 30 years. I love my life, Mm -hmm. but I love Jesus more. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's just focus on Jesus and you will find your joy because he's your joy. He's the joy. He's your life. So it's almost like, let's just bring everything back. Jesus, helmet of salvation, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's so powerful. I love it. And I love what you said, like, as well before, like, to remember that he's within us. Christ is within us. He's not out there somewhere, you know, potentially accessible for people, you know, or we're able to intermittently walk with him in an experiential way. He's within us all the time. And like you said, like, lock onto him, look at him. It's all about Jesus. And there was a definition I heard of the of the word kingdom, which I thought was brilliant. It's the domain of his presence, the domain of the king, which is true, isn't it? It's who he, it's, it's all Jesus. It's all Jesus. But I love that because one of the things that Jesus has been having me share with people recently is for this deeper walk is to focus on Christ within, to stop looking at everything externally, but turn the eyes of our heart back onto Jesus who dwells within our spirit. And then the love, the magnetism of the beauty of who he is, his presence just pulls you into him, doesn't it? He then initiates the supernatural life that's now ours in him and takes us into heaven and all the amazing experiences that is your normal life. I think you are a you are a signpost. You're like a living message of hope for everybody that this is normal Christianity. Right. It's, it's it all is. about the relationship. Right. 
That's right. You know, you um, quoted the song, turn your eyes upon Jesus, yeah. look full in his beautiful face. And, yeah. you know, the, the lyrics, the, the verses, we know the chorus, but the verses are amazing. Oh, oh soul, really? are you weary and troubled? Um, mm. Oh, soul, are you? I almost have to sing it, but oh, soul, mm. are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior more abundant and free. Yeah. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his beautiful face, and the things of earth or the world, I think it's earth, will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Yes. Love oh, that. Beautiful. Beautiful. That. And it's the absolute truth, isn't it? It's the yes. absolute truth. And like you said, I love it. I love the way that you speak. It's just your life makes Jesus extremely accessible for everybody. And I, you know, you live him and breathe him all the time and are so connected to him because you're, you know, the oneness that we have. And it's just beautiful the way he's woken you up and given you that life to share with everybody. And it's yeah. contagious the way you speak. So in finishing, we have about a minute left. Can I just ask okay. you to pray for the family sure. watching right now for their sure. for a deeper walk with Jesus, whatever Jesus puts yeah. on your heart? So, Lord, we just praise you. and We thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you mm -hmm. that you are glorified and magnified above all of the earth. We love you, Jesus. Again, we give we I just want to rededicate my own life to you again today we submit to you in everything we lay our life down this we lay our life down for you mm. we lay it down again and again and again and again <laughs> and i just ask that you fill everyone up with your joy give us strength god to continue on throughout today and tomorrow and the next day, keeping our eyes and our focus on you, Jesus, the lover of our soul, for you truly are the giver of all life. And I just ask God that you touch every single person listening today. Wake them up. Give them their heart's desire, their one true love. Let them see you. Let them see your eyes of love, of passion, and longing for them. Thank you, Jesus. Change their life forever today. May they never, ever, ever be the same after today. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. We agree. We agree. Gosh, I can feel the presence of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow! His joy and his peace just flooding into people. Yeah, and that fresh grace on all of you that enables intimacy, that fresh grace, that resensitizing of your spiritual sensitivity to experience the union that is already your reality, right? It's already the reality you live in. Encounters happen to us in life with Jesus because of the union that we already have. It's not the encounters that create the union. It's the union that creates encounters, which <laughs> means, therefore, we can all have encounters. We were, <laughs> we've been created to live 
in in union and oneness with Jesus experientially all the time, right? In love with him, vibrant, full of passion and power and courage like you have (laughs) to go and do Bible studies in the middle of, you know, drug cartels or whatever. It's amazing. Bringing his kingdom and his love everywhere. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing some of your beautiful relationship with Jesus with us today, Francis. It's so lovely to talk with you. So inspirational. Thank you so much, Liz. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for, you know, just making this a safe place. This oh, is a yeah. safe place to share, you know, our hearts with Jesus. And it's beautiful. It's precious and it's priceless. So thank you for having me. It's been a joy. Oh, it's an absolute joy to have you on with us. And thank you all for giving us your time today and being with us for the show. And we do pray that this week you all know Jesus in a way that you've never known him before. A deeper, deeper experiential level of intimacy with him where you would be completely saturated in his love and seeing him in ways that are beyond what you even dream possible. So have an amazing week and look forward to being with you again next week. God bless.